Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D podcast set in my homebrew world of Kalandos. And we are now in continuing the prologue and continuing the Heritage Day special to see the heritage of our main game. It, it makes a lot of sense if you want to go and listen back to episode one's um, of the prologue special introduction. Um, I mean, we could wait, but we're not going to. We're going to continue. So last episode, last episode, we had... Um, Lights, lights in the dark, dark forest where our brave adventurers and the sun were heading off to defeat Samael. And as all adventurers do, they are going to follow said light further into the darkness because that seems like a great idea. And I mean, otherwise, why would we have adventurers if they were like, nope, I'm going home. So let's see what happens once you follow the light into the darkness. Our party has gone into the woods to go and destroy a, a being of some kind with a drow child who they have now apparently lost to lights in the distance. So you guys have just completed your battle. You have destroyed the halfling-esque putty thing. And now you see in the distance, only one of you saw it, who, who saw that it was carrying. So everyone saw the lights. But only Emeth, the sorcerer, noticed that the lights appeared to be carrying something. What do you do? Guys, those lights are retreating and it looks like they're carrying something. Uh, what? I don't know. With the kid. Sidian? Where, where did Sidian go? Sidian, this isn't funny. Come out. Does the thing look very dark that they're carrying? Hmm? Does the thing look very dark that they're carrying? Emmet. Um, yes. It looks like they're carrying a shadow. Well, then. <laughs> probably Sidian. not a shadow, do we know? <laughs> Let's go, guys. Let's follow them. All right. So are you going to progress through the forest following after the four lights? Yes. Yes. At a trot. Yes. At a trot. At a trot, yeah. Yes, at a speedy pace. <laughs> okay, so no one's trying to go stealthily. No. Not after the experience we had before. <laughs> Shaking bottles didn't work. Okay, everybody roll perception for me. Natural 20. Natural 20, okay. Eight. 16. 16. Okay, so everyone except the dragonborn, as you start heading off in further into the forest, chasing after the, um, the lights carrying their bundle... You, the dragonborn carries, rushes past everyone. And you three see that one of the lights appears to be slowing down and appears to be separating from the group. Can the dragonborn please make a deck saving throw for me? Eight. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Good. So. So not good. <laughs> as the three of you see the light separating from from the rest of the pack, the dragonborn heads head first and slips on some wax-like substance and lands prone on their back. The light is coming at a speedy pace now towards you. Charge! Damn it, they're dripping. And everyone roll initiative for me and you roll disadvantage, please, Kirsten. 
<laughs> sure, that dice loves you, eh? Uh, eight. Okay, so, so Vladislav, the dragonborn, is at eight. Selena, the orc, is at 12. Emmeth, the sorcerer, is at... 21. 21, nice. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis doesn't feel like Alexis it, right? the rogue is at five. All right, Emmeth. So you see the 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 light. It's coming closer, and it's probably about ten feet away. What are you gonna do? Um, can I? Sorry, this is like an out of thing. Can yeah. I use my magic missile? Yes, you can use magic missile if you'd like to. I'd like to use my map. Emmeth uses her magic missile at the thing, at the light. Okay, so you're going to aim at the light. Yes. All right, roll, roll for me. Or is it me? I must roll. No, it's a, it's a it's guaranteed hit. She just rolls damage. Yeah, so roll your oh. damage. I know these rules. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't roll so, a d20 for damage. That would be killer. Um, roll that three times. Three times. Because you take? shoot three magic missiles. Yeah, so mm. two... For the first. Or is it uh, two? two? Uh, it's the one that lands on the floor. Yeah. Three. So it's four plus three. Seven. Seven. If they all hit one person. All right. So you were all aiming them all at the one light. Oh. You can shoot multiple things. Oh. You can a... change your idea if you'd like, but it's far. It is, what, 10 feet? Well, no, the rest of the, the light so far. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't know that uh, I had to use all three at once. I thought I was just going to use one. Well, your one thing. shot is three, three missiles. Three oh, missiles. I see, I see, I see. So okay. you're welcome to, I'll okay. let you retcon that if you'd like. Um, it's fine. Um, I'd like to shoot one at the, 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 the light coming, coming closest and just attempt the other two at the three. Just The other two at the retreating things holding, possibly holding the child. City. Sorry, my English is gone. No worries. <laughs> okay, so uh, the 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 light in front of you mm-hmm. gets lit up by your magic missile. Mm-hmm. As you see your magic missile heading towards the light, uh, the light that you see, you see that it looks like it could be a dragonborn made out of clay, maybe oh, lit up. And it hits, but the light keeps on coming. And when your two magic missiles head for the other two lights, as they're flowing through, you see the forest. It's it's quite dark, but you could make it through to that area in, they're probably 20 feet away. And as it lights up the two lights that you hit, one looks like another halfling child, and another one looks like a human child. And... You think you saw them carrying Sidian's feet, maybe, in the brief flash of the magic missile. <laughs> and that brings it to the light. The light stops and just stands and is appearing to be listening and just waits. That brings it to Selena. Okay. I am going to make a run for it to do almost like, you know, that when you run and you jump and you kick with both feet to knock something over, that mm. is my aim with this light. Okay, so like a wrestling... Yes. Jump, isn't it a jump kick? 
Yeah. No, because it's I was thinking like drop diving, kick, but, but it's not really a drop first. kick. So like a foot dive. <laughs> <laughs> cool. No. The orc attempts a foot dive. I'm going to, yeah, acrobatics and strength, please. Okay, so 19. Cool. The acrobatics roll. Also 19. Okay, cool. So with that, please roll for me. Uh, what's your unarmed? I don't have an unarmed. Okay, so just roll a, a, a d6 for me. You're a tough orc. Okay, two. Not that that helped you. <laughs> <laughs> so you, the orc, you see passing you, uh, Emmet, you see passing you a flash of armor as the orc runs past, leaps into the air, and looks like it's going in for a kick. But as it pushes, both legs shoot out into the middle of the dragonborn putty-like creature's chest, pushing it backwards, and the orc lies prone on her back. Falls prone on her back. And that brings us to Vlad is love. Hello, Selena. <laughs> How's it going? Down here with me on the floor. She, she is about five feet away from you. Okay, so I think Vladislav would attempt to get up okay. as quickly as possible. Is that up. an action or is that just movement? It's movement to get up. Okay, so he gets up and then goes to punch the nearest thing to him in a rage. Okay, please roll your attack for me. <laughs> okay well so the dragonborn stands up and raises one of its fists and appears to be striking at you emeth but pulled back afterwards oh, oh sorry no no that's wrong that's no not supposed Dude. to hit you and let that be a lesson for you <laughs> all on today's podcast just be specific <laughs> that's what you do otherwise i will use it <laughs> So good thing you rolled it too. <laughs> and that brings us to the rogue who has been in the back of the party's line heading towards the lights. So Alexa suggests that, that we should all try and blow. The, does this um, wax figure still have a candle? Yes. So if you look closely at the dragonborn, it appears from the middle of uh, where you think a belly button would be on a dragonborn because being a human rogue, who knows if that's a belly button. Um, there's a line of wax that stretches round to the back of his back and up, up through his, the top of the skull and where it looks like a candle on top. So Alexis then says to everyone, guys, I think we should maybe try and blow this candle off together. Or Lock is it Flood that you have, you have, who has the wings? I have the wings. You look at the weird dragonborn who just tried to hit another party member <laughs> as their wingtip is hanging near her face, like weirdly close. Man, that's not such a good idea. Guys, I think we should just attempt to, like, blow the candle. All right. Oh. So um, because I'm going to allow that to be your talking action for this moment. So now what are you going to do? I am going to... So you can move and do an action. So an action okay. would be, like, attacking so I'm or going sneaking. to walk to... Yeah, I'm going to sneak All right. behind the um, wax thing. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm going to attempt and I'm going to blow the candle, the wax tip thing. Okay. Just a little out of game thing, probably because you knew you also don't know. You know, you can delay your action until a certain thing happens as well. So if you okay. want us all to blow out the candle together, then rather delay it. Then you can say, I wait until someone else comes to blow out the candle and then I blow with him. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to delay that. So okay, I'm going to sneak behind him for now. Okay, so you're going to move to yes. walk behind him and you're going to hold your action. Yes. Perfect. Please roll your stealth for me. 16. So, as the voice of Alexis says, guys, we shall blow the candle out, it seems to come from everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Mm-hmm. Magical. That brings it to Emmeth. You are standing right next to Vladislav, whose wingtip is very near your face, and, pro- and in front of you is an orc <laughs> lying on their back looking up at you. And just in front of them is the dragonborn wax-like figure. Also lying on its back. Also lying on its back. The candle is okay. still lit. So the candle still lit. So Imith gives uh, Vladislav some side-eye. Because, and she also does so on the actual podcast <laughs> because Kirsten is holding her hand right <laughs> by Kurt's face. Like... <laughs> Seeing as a orc, I mean, seeing as this um, wick candle guy, sorry, is on the floor, can Emmeth not walk up and try to step on that wick? Okay, so you're going to try and stamp out the stamp, on, stamp out the wig that's because it's on the floor already. Okay, cool. So uh, for that, for me, roll. I'd guess how are you going to do it? Um, so it's it's just on the other side of the half orc, right? Yes, yeah. Um, which is in front of me yes, at my yeah. feet. Uh, so Emmeth is just going to kind of jump over, aiming for the wick. Okay, so um, my question is more, are you trying to do it by the force of your stamp that's putting it out, or are you trying to do it by the qu- how quickly you stamp? Force of the stamp. Okay, so strength. Snap it out. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Okay, so um, so as you, you manage to leap over the orc, and land next to the dragonborn's face. And as you go to stamp it out, you look at the dragonborn and you think, it looks a little familiar. Like now that you're up close by its head, which slows your foot down a little bit as you stamp next to it and the light flickers but remains lit. That brings it to the... To the Light, the light starts to stand up. Because they were prone, that means you get an attack of opportunity. Because, obviously, they're lying down and you're in the middle of the fight. You're like, what are you doing? Why are you trying to stand up? So you get to do something, an action, To the as they're trying to stand up. So usually it's an attack. So I try, I try to cut off the wick with my dagger. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I want to grab for, reach for the dagger. I mean, reach for the wick and cut it off. Okay, perfect. Roll, uh, roll attack for me. So you, wait, you attacked with the dagger. So seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> the wick is, is quite small. Mm-hmm. So it appears as he, he gets up, but he moves strangely. So you didn't compensate for the strangeness of their movement. So he manages to stand up and you don't manage to, to grab it. At that, please roll perception for me, uh, Dragonborn, Vladislav. 
Oh, now it works <laughs> against me. Okay. <clears throat> Perception. That's a non-natural 20. Okay. As the wick stands up, being closer to it, you see that if... It's almost as if someone had taken what your brother looked like and shaped them out of candle wax. Mm-hmm. And for a second, you, you think you see in, in the eyes of the, of the candle wax figure, you see a moment of recognition. You possibly, or it could have just been a play on the light in the dark forest, as everyone takes... All right, the wick looks at Vladislav and begins to burn from, the, from where you would assume its belly button was if you were not a dragonborn as it starts to envelop the entire wick and it explodes outwards in a radiance that hits everybody for three damage, please. And the orca was prone to take five, please. Jeez. We're not blinded or anything like so that. No, what if I no. have zero? Okay. <clears throat> Are you at zero? <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so as the radiance shoots out from the wick, your... You didn't notice her initially, but you see lying behind where the wick used to be because it's totally consumed and it is totally gone. Lying behind, you see the human rogue flat on their back. What are you going to do? Whose turn is it? I'm going to let you drop out of initiative. Okay. Quick. um, This is a lot of process. Mage hand. What is that again? So Mage Hand lets you um, move an object um, like woo, telekinesis you. Cool. Sorry, girl. In the distance. But you can't lift something as heavy as, no, as no, the no, human rope. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> lift her. Move her aside. <laughs> that would be so helpful for like paramedics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, for Nicole, whose first time at zero this is, welcome, welcome. <laughs> you are now unconscious. <laughs> You are now unconscious. So it doesn't mean you're dead, but it it does mean you are unconscious until someone or something revives you. But if you take any more damage, it could lead to your death. So if you are at... It's negative, right? In D&D. In 5th edition, it's once you hit naught, you start making those saving throws. And if someone hits you to be negative your max hit points, you're dead. Yes. Okay. So at zero, you're going to start making saving throws for me. And then if you fell three, you die. Um, But if you go a negative past your con, then you die. Cool. All right. So can you make the first roll for me? So roll a d20. Don't roll good. Wait, which one is is this one? Yes. Yes. Natural 20. (laughs) You are are looking good. So that that gives you two two saves. So all right. Great. What is everyone else doing? You see a flicker in her hand as her she appears to. Oh, she's twitching! She's she twitching! Is, she she's is okay. twitching! She's okay! She's alive! Uh, what should we do with her? She's a What are you talking about? I'm going to roll over and get up very slowly. Uh, Can Vladislav walks towards the wick. It's gone. It has it's completely gone. disappeared. In, in the enveloping flame and radiance, it has disappeared. <gasps> that is love is 
wild. What? He's wild. He just doesn't know what to do. Okay. Um, Emma's? Sorry. Are we still trying to do like attacky things or just in general? Um, yeah, so the, the wick is gone. Mm-hmm. So what you can see around you is you can see your rogue lying in the distance. She does appear to be very badly damaged. You see your half-orc standing up and you see the dragonborn looking very dumbstruck. And then to see sort of anything else other than your nearby area, you'd have to tell me, I look in the distance to see whatever. Okay. Um, I run over, I guess, to the rogue. Okay. Um, check her pulse. She's still alive, obviously. Her hand was twitching. She. It feels very faint, though, like mm-hmm. very faint. Okay. Um, what are we going to do with her? Should we leave her behind and carry on going or try to take her with us? No, no, we don't, don't leave people behind. Spells? Okay, roll. Um, <laughs> can someone roll medicine for me? That's what I was asking. Why mage? Why, what is mage hand? That's what exactly. I was mage hand's like, you can't like reach into her chest and pump her heart. Like, mage hand. Like, I was so sure that I put some medicine stuff in here. Did you not take no. a cure like two magic? No. no. She, she's literally just got like attack, oh, attack, she's attack. She's a sorcerer, guys. Yeah. She's a sorcerer. What do you want to do? All right. Uh, blood is love will roll medicine. 18 plus 1, 19. Okay. So as you approach her and you, you see that her pulse is trying to kickstart and get faster, but she does look quite weak. You think... You you think you hear her breathing, but it, and it's very dry. So perhaps if you could, I don't know, give her something to soothe that or... I give her some of the... Because she was just hit with like a flame. So he... He then douses her with one of the casks that he was carrying from Sunlight's Pantry, particularly one of the beer casks. Okay. (laughs) All right. So as the dragonborn picks up the cask and uncorks it and tips it all over, all over the human rogue, the obviously something in the beer seems to be starting to seal some of the wounds because her clothes look charred and where you can see um, her body, it is quite burnt. So it it looks like it was soothing that almost. And she coughs and I'm going to bring you back to one. So now you have one hit point. (laughs) Yes. Um, Can you please... um, Alexis, can you also roll an arcana for me? Uh, arcana check. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you... Actually, I'm also going to give you an advantage on that. So roll your d20 a, again. What is this? A six. Oh, that's no. a nine. So roll your d20 again, and then you take the higher number on the roll. Yes. Okay. 17. As you stand up, you you feel quite, quite faint and extremely tender, but and you look down and your clothing is very sticky and has a weird yeasty smell to it. But at the same time, it's charred, but obviously charred in appropriate places. So, (laughs) I mean, if someone looking outward here would be like, that is very sexy clothing. Yes. Um, But you feel, you almost feel the the vial 
in your hand, that is the only part of your body that is not hurt and is cold. And it's, it feels like it's humming. Please roll a wisdom saving throw for me. 16. The, the rogue stands up and uncorks the vial in her hand and drinks it. <laughs> what are you doing? As she drinks it, the vial starts to glow. And as she downs it, you can almost see, see it traveling through her body. You see a light flowing through her body. I'm going to give you another six hit points. What actually, what is your max? Uh, eight. I'll put you back up to full. So full hit points. And you can almost see, if, if you're looking closely at the rogue, you can almost see that the parts that were quite burned begin to not looking so puckered anymore. They start to fill out. And she looks normal, except for the fact that she's wearing charred, yeasty, smelling clothes <laughs> that are wet. Vladislav takes Alexis in his arms and gives her a big hug. He goes, oh, you ne- we nearly lost you. I'm so glad you're feeling better. The vial drops to the floor. What did you just drink? <laughs> Nothing. No, come on. It's pretty obvious what she just drank. It was the stuff from the piss pot. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth possessed you to drink such a thing? Well, I'm better, aren't I? But that could have not happened as well. What's going to become of you? Like, what's going to happen now? Are you like... Nothing, I feel good. Now. No. So, um, the sorcerer, if you wanted, you could do a knowledge arcana check on her. So, because, I mean, something weird has just happened to her. So, if you wanted, you could investigate that or... Let's investigate. Okay, so roll your d20 and add arcana for me. 16. 16. She seems perfectly fine, and you can't get a, a magical feeling off of her, but she does look a little befuddled. Like her mind seems a little befuddled. The fact that she just said, I'm fine, nothing happened, and you all blatantly saw her drink that thing. So maybe something, something affected her mind. You know lots of creatures can do that. Okay. Um... You look fine physically, but I'm I'm worried about your mental state. It's fine. Time to worry later. We've got to save the child. Please roll a wisdom saving throw for me, and Alexis. Eleven. Okay. You feel a, a desperate need to head further into the forest. Guys, we, we have to go further into the forest. Agreed. Like now. Yes. Yeah, we have to go get the right kid. Right now. Right? Which way are you going? We would, or I would follow the wicks. Okay, please, everyone, roll perception for me. You have been here quite a while. <laughs> 16. 7. 10. Uh, what did you get, Alexis? Uh, 10. So the dragonborn with a keen eyesight looks into the forest and looks where they thought the wick mi- wicks might have gone. But maybe if you squint, there's a faint afterglow heading off north northeast, but could just be from the 
from the burst of light that you just saw. So everyone else, you see a dark forest. Guys, I know we just had a really bright light and we're all a bit dizzy still, but I think they went this way. And he points to north. Alexis, you feel that maybe it's slightly to the right of where where the dragonborn's pointing. You feel quite strongly about that. I disagree. I think we should go just a little bit more right. She like points north, northwest, northeast, northeast, northeast. northeast. <laughs> For a second, everyone was like doing it in their head. <laughs> so northeast, northeast. She gestures to the place where you thought you saw the afterglow. Okay, uh, I agree. Let's go. Cool. Right. Okay, come. Let's go. Cool. How are you going to go? We are going to run. Yes. Yes. I'm up for a run. Okay. We're not a staff. I'm always <laughs> up for a run. As the rogue suggested, everyone is going to run instead of try and be stealthy. <laughs> All right. They begin running through the forest. As they run, you hear a lot of leaves crackling and branches crackling under the weight of the dragonborn and the orc. The human, however, the human sorcerer seems to be treading quite lightly and the rogue, even though they are going at a full tilt, seems to, well, if you didn't have to listen to the dragonborn and the orc, you would think they'd be silent, but one can never tell with these things anymore. As you rush through the forest, you, after about seven minutes of running, you start to see the wicks again and the forest appears to be clearing more. So and you start to get a little bit of a grey murkish light coming in through the leaves. Does Vladislav see the dragonborn wick? Uh, you see, so you see a human looking wick, mm-hmm. you see a halfling looking wick, and the third wick is a halfling as well. Mm. So, so the fourth one is just gone completely. Yeah. Okay. And they are carrying Sidian. Sidian! And goes barreling down towards them. Full tilt. Okay, please roll on deck saving throw for me. If he falls again, I'm going to be so upset. Oh, okay, this is good. 22. 22. So as you start chasing after the wick, the three of you see your dragonborn begin running off at a full tilt. And just before the edge of a slope almost like a cliff-like slope, but it's probably 10 feet down, but it is quite a sharp slope. They start to backpedal and kick up a lot of stones and dust, which fall over the edge of the cliff, but the dragonborn remains on the edge. Potential. (laughs) Potential doom. You see the wicks alighting, holding Sinian onto what below you is a, a rocky beach. Okay. Um... I'm trying to think. So what are the rest of you doing? Why did we stop, Dragonborn? We need to save. Not sunlight sun. Obsidian. Obsidian. Someone's sun. So you all head over to the edge of the cliff. Yes. So you look down. It's about a 10-foot drop. Um, But the beach is very rocky. So it would be a very hard fall if you fell. And you see a lighting on the beach. The three wicks. Mm Mm-hmm. The waves are crashing onto the beach and around the sea spray, it looks almost like a mist has formed a wall heading towards the sea that 
the wall is slowly starting to encapsulate the three wicks and Sidian. Would Vladislav, because I, I haven't seen like a wing speed here or anything like that, would he be able to not fly but like glide down with someone holding someone? Like, um, my idea is to take Alexis and to, like, basically <laughs> drop her on them. Okay, Thanks. well, I mean, roll perception for me. Okay. Where is my d20? Eight. I mean, if, if you could guess what she weighed, maybe. If, like, if you knew, if she weighed less than, I don't know, 15, uh, 15 kilograms, you could... Uh, you could probably glide quite nicely if she weighed less than 15 kilograms. But if she weighs anything over, like, 60, it would be a jump with a land, okay. which your wings might help with. But you have no idea what humans weigh. I think Vladislav would go for it anyway. <laughs> you could just ask me and I'll tell you. No time, no time. <laughs> so, the dragonborn begins to grab you. What do you do? Alexis? What are you doing? Trust Put me, me down. <laughs> you always do this. Are you trying to fight him? I feel like I have no choice. Okay, so you're just, just moaning at him. I'm, as he, yeah. Okay. Just moaning. <laughs> so you can't do anything about it. <laughs> okay, so what do you weigh? Wing <laughs> Yang, 45. 45. All right. So <laughs> please, uh, please roll. Please roll. Uh, Acrobatics, <laughs> acrobatics, and um, I'm, I'm quite good at that. Cool. Uh, roll an ac- yeah, acrobatics. I'm terrible at acrobatics. Non-natural twenty. All right. The dragonborn lifts the human rogue quite easily. Apparently, it must be the weight of the cask not being on him anymore. He, it appears quite light. No more beer. As he jumps across the edge of the cliff to land. On the rocks where his plated armor protects his feet. And he landed with quite a heavy thump, but appears to be okay. I have plated armor. Don't you have plated armor? I'm a monk. Oh, goodness. Okay, never mind. He doesn't land with plated armor. <laughs> I thought he said, oh, it was so cool. I have that written down. <laughs> Pots and pans. He lands... Yes. Wh- Obviously, through his monk training, he lands through the balls of his feet, which absorbs some of the impact and okay. lands all right. <laughs> the rogue looks jolted, but okay. What are the two of you doing? What is Emmeth and Selena doing? Kala, you said it was a 10-foot drop, yeah? Mm, it's not. Okay. For you, it's not hard. Jump, drop, and roll. <laughs> <laughs> all right, roll. Military practice. combat training. 18. The orc launches herself into the air, and as she does so, it almost looks like a swan dive that majestically catches the glinting gray light and the mist as she lands, rolls, and stands up, still looking pretty cool, next to the the monk who has landed and the rogue looking super jostled. You see, like, that is level 10. (laughs) Um, oh, what's Emmeth gonna do? What is Emmeth gonna do? <laughs> Emmeth is gonna tell me what she's gonna do. <laughs> yeah. 
ask a question. Little side. No, you may not. It's not how this game works. Of course. In Mike's in the Explorers pack, is that the one that's more academic, or is there like other stuff in there? So in Explorers pack, you'd have rope, you'd have a grappling hook, you'd have you'd have things, but uh, ten feet is not the worst to jump. <laughs> one could, one could, one could jump it if one didn't roll really shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you look healthy. That's what. The, wait, <laughs> constitution. That's like the like how hardy you are, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah but uh, I'm looking at your uh, your health points now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you did take some damage from jumping, I don't think it would be that. It would be hectic. She's got oh. three. She's got three hit points. Yeah. Oh god, no! Yeah, jumping seems like a very bad idea. <laughs> no, you would think jumping would be the worst idea. I mean, all of a sudden you look over that edge of the cliff, and the rocks that looked inane when the other three landed there seem to be suddenly quite sharp looking and and jagged. You're unsure if it's your fear or if they actually are that jagged. Um, quick question about this cliff that we're on, right? Yes. Um, so it, it's a cliff onto a beach. Yes. Yeah. Are there any other rocks, like rocks almost its height? So like nearby? outcroppings lower down. Yes. Um, you look to your left and the cliff begins to almost curve. So it starts to end the beach on your left and the right, almost like transforming that bit of beach into almost like a lagoon. Mm-hmm. So there's only a small patch of beach. Okay. But maybe... 15 feet away, it does start to slope a little bit where it becomes a five-foot drop right at the end. Mm. But then you would be jumping right next to the sea and right next to the mist wall, the which mist. is slowly enclosing the entire beach. Okay, and then these guys have landed where? Sorry. So they've landed just in front of you. So you can see them. Oh, just like in down. front of me, just a little further down. So... Yeah. And then the... Three wicks and the Sidian's body are moving closer towards the sea. So they're probably 10 feet away from your three companions. Cool. So. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as the player looks at me like that, I'm like, yay! Let's see what happens. Okay, so. That's the best thing. Just roll with it. Okay. So uh, Emmett takes out the rope in her. She's got a rope and the grappler's. What does that look like? Does it, it looks like basically like if you were going to make a, like a fang shape with your fingers, it looks kind of like that. Cool beans. Imith takes out her crossbow, rope, and the grapple hook. Is that possible? Is that a right move? You can do ties, that. Ties the rope to one of her arrows. Okay. Oh, this shit got real. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. How's she going to anchor it? <laughs> Roll survival for me. Roll survival, please. Guys. <laughs> uh, so what is your answer oh my good for you think this is the best idea you should absolutely tie this this your grappling hook and your rope to one of your crossbow bolts and you should totally shoot it into the cliff which you'd have to lean over to shoot into but I mean it seems like a legitimate plan <laughs> Seems like a really good idea. It's your best option. I think Emmeth is going to change her mind. <laughs> and she's like, you know what, never mind. She puts everything back and she's like, screw it. Let's try this jump thing. Okay. Good. I mean, that still works with your survival role of four. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys look 
up and you see the human sorcerer. She appears to be taking out all her equipment and looking, smiling, and then shaking her head and packing all her equipment back. And now she's looking over the edge of the of the cliff. Are you guys going to do anything? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you taking so long? I, guys, I don't know how to get down there. I might be slightly afraid of heights. Can as you just make a suggestion? Of course you can. But as you guys call to each other, please roll perception for me, uh, Vladislav and Alexis. Natural 20. Natural 20? 13. So, Vladislav, you notice that the mist almost stopped moving? As and is cold. Now, as, as Selena called out, and has started to move faster to enclosing. And you also see what Alexis sees is that the, the wicks have stopped moving towards the sea and are putting Sidian down, and their faces are looking at you. Hello. So, um, Alexis, do you want to continue what you were going to do? Guys, we have to make this quick because we are going to die otherwise. Can you, Selena, can you not just catch Emmeth? Like if he, if she jumps. Yes, <laughs> Selena can do anything because Selena is brave and strong. All right, I'm going to give you an advantage on your <laughs> Screw it, there's no time for this. Um, Emmeth is going to take a slight running jump, not too much. It's she called might a leap it. of faith. <laughs> so she's going to jump. All right. Okay. So you get to roll two um, twice and take the highest score because I'm giving you advantage. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Plus uh, acrobatics. Oh. So twenty-one. Twenty-one. <clears throat> so she she looks at you and she nods at Selena and. And she takes three steps back, and all of a sudden, it's like she was imitating you. She creates a swan dive as she lights. The mist, which is moving faster, the dragonborn can see, manages to light up the human sorcerer even more. As she does a roll and lands in Selena's arms, true fireman's baby's carrying style. Yes. I told you I could do it. Woo! Yes. Thank Ten. you, Selena. <laughs> the, the mist has now fully enclosed the... The beach. So it is behind you against the cliff. Mm-hmm. So where she just came from, it is probably probably like you could reach out your arm and touch the mist. Can everyone roll perception? Well, no, you don't actually have to roll perception for me. If you look to where Sidian is standing, because he is now standing, the three wicks, their wicks are sputtering. And as it begins to flicker, because the mist has now almost created a dome mm-hmm. around this whole area. It, the area is probably... So behind you, it's an arm space. In front of you, they were 10 feet away, and then the sea was another 20 feet away. So it's probably 35 feet in diameter. You see that they start to sputter, and as it sputters, the lights on the three wicks go out, and they crumble into just piles of wax. It is eerily quiet in the dome. You can't even hear your own breath. Everyone roll initiative for me, please. Oh, okay. 14. Damn 
Okay, hold on. Uh, so, blood is love. Is that? 14. 14. And I hear Selena saying, damn you, dice. Seven. So okay, good. Uh, Alexis? 14. Nice. Uh, who has the highest decks? I assume Alexis. Uh, oh, no, you're a monk. I keep forgetting because, what? <laughs> of course, the dragonborn is a monk. Mine's 14. What's yours? 15. Okay, cool. So, Alexis will go first. Mine was 13. 13 for Imeth. Okay. So you see Sidian stand up and it looks as if he's about to call to you. And as he opens his mouth, some of the mist floods in. Into his mouth. Into his mouth. And it starts to light his body up quite similarly to how Alexis's body was lit up earlier. Thank you so, so much for listening and a big thank you to my players who make this game amazingly enjoyable. So as they have leapt off the cliff, see, we didn't leave you on a cliffhanger and I'm doing fake drum roll with my fingers because I'm hilarious. So we didn't leave you on a cliffhanger because we wanted, uh, well, technically it is still a cliffhanger as mist forms inside the sun, does it? I don't know. You're going to have to listen to the next installment. But before you go on and listen to the next episode, please remember to rate and review us on all your favorite podcast apps. I mean, you can do it on more than one if you've got a lot of favorites. I'm okay with that. And please share us with your friends, family, foes, everyone you know, people you don't know. And if you'd like to chat to us, you can get us on all the socials at dumdumdie, or you can email us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. Uh, remember, we'd love to hear from you, love to hear about your characters' heritages and your characters' heritage stories because this is still about Heritage Day and um, it's about what created the characters and brought them to who they are. So thank you so much for listening and hope you have an amazing week of role-playing.